Blog Talk Radio. Somehow she is able to listen. And as long so, as we shout, shout as, long, as long as we shout folks out, shout out to Lady Cardiac down in Georgia. She's listening. And I do I do know we picked up a couple of listeners out in California, out in East LA. Don't know how, but they found us on Twitter and uh sent us a couple of messages, so shout out to you guys. What kind of name is T it's a, it's a poetry thing. You know, like cardiac arrest. She's a poet. Says that her words stop people's hearts, you know. You know, these just all poets have very different ways of looking at situations when they name themselves. She is a poet? What name? I'm sorry. Uh, I said, <laughs> the one I said from the Pogodos, Chico. I said, what kind of name is that? I don't know. We'd have to find a little guy. Well, he's listening, so Tico. He said Tico, right? T-I-K-O? T-I-K-O. Okay, well, um, Q-Man would like to know what kind of name that is, so get in contact with us and let us know. I think it's only... So we had a, so we, <laughs> so we had a great show last week. Of course, last week we spoke with Chris Chandler from Chicago. We had, a great conversation. we had a really, really good conversation with Chris. Talked about the music off his new album, A Different Look. 
and talked about him touring with the Beat Nuts and Common, and currently he's out, well, actually, last week he was out on the West Coast. Um, I saw on his Twitter he is back in New York. So maybe we'll take him up on that offer, kill and we'll hang out with him. Oh, yeah, that's right. Now, look, you. Booney Sunday, and he's talking about my, my favorite of all. You're not gonna. You're not gonna. We're, we're not gonna give Booney twenty minutes today. We're gonna put Booney no, on earlier. Well, actually, actually, are as soon as um, he calls in, he, he, he's going on. I, I understood that this was a favorite of yours, so I didn't. I didn't plan for anything um, to be too long so that we could jump right in. And you know, every song being played tonight, I actually know this is a, this is a first. So I'm I'm very excited. So I'm oh. tonight show also. Wow! Just do me, just do me, just do me a favor and let Teddy do all the singing tonight. You know that's going to be difficult for me, right? Just mute your phone. I'm a talk but if he plays a couple of the songs that I that are my favorite, there's no way you're going to hear Teddy singing. There's just no way. And I will do my best to mute you while those songs are on. Don't play Don't Leave Me This Way. You play that, we have a problem. Okay. Uh, also, last week we spoke with Drake Colley, and he talked um, extensively about the release of Latente de Soul's debut album on XCL Records, Always a Bridesmaid, that you can find on CD Baby. And um, he was, you know, he talked a little bit about them, the, the indie movement and where XCL sees themselves and how they want to be a part of the independent movement and um, putting out quality music. And Q, you said that you, you listened to the album. I know I, I have the album. Also, we, the songs that we played on the show got a lot of um, great response. And there are also a few singles off the album on the music player at xcdl.com. So, great. It's a great album. Do yourself a favor and go to CD Baby. It's all a taunt, the soul. Or you can search Always a Bridesmaid and you will find said album. And the last thing I had before we we talk about what I know a lot of people were waiting for me to talk about, our <laughs> sister in Seoul is going to be performing. And I'm trying to get the information of where she is going to be performing. She's going to be at the Brooklyn Academy of Music. Oh, and our sister in Seoul, that's not me. Oh, yeah, 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 reached out to us. And that's not even going to be performing at BAM, the Brooklyn Academy of Music, on August 29th at 8 p.m. with the Truth Serum featuring India Ari. Really? And for anyone that does not know, the Truth Serum is Talib Kweli, Rhapsody, and Luke James. That's not even will be there with them featuring India Ari, who Are we is there? back on tour. We, I will, you know what? My degree will be polished and on the wall. I am, I will be, and it's free. You know, Bam is free, so we will be there. We have to go very early. You know that, right? Yeah, because we want to get in this time. Because I can't tweet Yaya again and expect her to get us in. Are we okay? I'm excited. We going? We gonna be sitting in the front, right? Yeah, man. Okay. You know what? It is. You know that's not. You, you know that's not. We say we privy. I don't, you know, I talk to you about that off air. Every time we talk on air about dates and, and significant others, you get off air and, you know, you still in a good place because you didn't talk about yourself. Me, text messages, <laughs> FaceTime, phone calls. I'm not doing that tonight. <laughs> all I said was, are we bringing dates? That's all. Fine. What else you got going on, man? Um, obviously... Uh, before we uh, move on to anything else in this show, just wanted to briefly take an opportunity for us um, to give our opinions because I don't know about you, but my Facebook, my phone, my Twitter, I, being that I got my, my bachelor's in criminal justice, I've been, I would, I would go as far as to say, badgered for my opinion on the verdict this past weekend. And, um, the George Zimmerman trial. So, well, first let me just what's, what 
what are your current feelings on how it, it turned out? And again, I don't, we don't want to get too political with this. There'll be there's another time and another place for us to really hash out everything. But I know people want to know what we think. And as I, Q and I both agree, we have we feel we have a responsibility as as broadcasters to talk about you know what's going on in the world. So, what, well, how are you feeling, I mean, Q? Yes, I mean, it wasn't that unexpected, even that talking about a guy who was considered lower class, but is tried in front of a jury of his peers, which were middle to upper class women. I mean, it's our justice system. It is what it is. I wasn't shocked. Um... I wasn't I wasn't either I was I think it's just more of a I will say you know I say I was shocked but I wasn't surprised I'll say that the more that I learned about the criminal justice system the more situations like this don't surprise you too much because you're able to see the mistakes when they're being made and and like I said I, I caught a lot of I don't want to say flack but a lot of heated discussions, a lot of heated debates because I, I just didn't see a guilty verdict coming. I felt it was the wrong charge. Um, there just wasn't enough evidence. A lot of things that, you know, people of the African American race did not and still don't want to hear. But um I don't I don't I don't have to be perfectly honest, I feel people this a lot. I don't have an opinion outside of the obvious. We we know that there's race relations and racism that are entrenched in this, this country and this nation. And it's unfortunate that these things happen and I just I just don't go any further than that. I just personally feel that blacking out your, your profile picture or blacking out your Twitter profile avatar you know and putting up um photoshop pictures on instagram that's not support like get out <laughs> get, get out and do something go to a march they, they've been demonstrating in newark in milwaukee california florida like that's how you make change that's how you make a difference you're not showing solidarity because you and 30 of your facebook friends all got black avatars <laughs> That's that's the thing I wanted to say mostly about what happened this past weekend. I'm just I'm support with no action to me is not support. So um, I, I put on my Facebook um, many deaths led to the um, the abolishment of slavery. Many marches led to the civil rights movement. Posts on Facebook and Twitter just leaves the followers. I'm not with that, not about that life, and um, I just I, I pray for the family. We send our condolences to the family, but it's, it's a legal thing, and um, I just, one way or another, don't really want to get involved in that. Yeah, yeah, there's no need for me to even talk about it. It's, it's you know, it happened, it's over, and it's not going to change, so, okay? Yeah, just, uh, I understand, man, so just wanted to get that off of our chest um we do want to mention that we are you know behind the scenes trying to figure out what we are going to do because you know i know i just said what i said had my little mini rant xtl and neo social are trying to figure out what we are going to do physically through action whether it be you know informing people from a legal standpoint or getting out with positions and actually actually trying to do something to make a difference instead of just talking or the aforementioned Facebook avatar pictures. When we know what we are going to do, um, you guys will be the first to know about it, either through the show via our Facebook or um, our Twitter pages. So, with that being said, we have a great show lined up tonight. I know Q is probably looking at his watch now, like, what? We start now? You said, you said you wanted to start now. Get it? Get it out of the way early. Shout out to everybody in the chat room. I see Sister Sweet. I see Kiki in the chat room. I'm coming, Kiki. And, um. Wait. That didn't come out right. 
It really did. I'll be in the chat room shortly. Uh, and the Chancellor of Soul is already on the line. So, Q, what yeah. I, I want to do, I'm gonna ask, I want to ask you a question. Because, you know, yeah, normally, yeah. normally we play we play some music as a intro to the Chancellor, you know, letting everybody know who the guest is. It's still early in the show. Now, do you want me to play a couple of songs, or do you want to just go ahead and bring the Chancellor on and, and then play the music? Oh man, I'm ready. See, I don't know. I'm excited. We, you know what? I need Booney that sort of information to get. I've been thinking about this all weekend, and I've been so you, so, it up so you want to bring him on right now? Yeah, we got to bring Booney on, man. Okay. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, as we do every week, it is the Wednesday Rewind. We are spotlighting Teddy Pendergrass tonight, and we could never do this Wednesday Rewind or spotlight these classic soul artists and soul groups without the one and only, the Chancellor of Soul, Mr. Mike Boom. Mike, we got you on the line? Gentlemen, how are you this evening? What's up, man? Doing good. How about yourselves? Hey, real good, real I, good. Beautiful. This is my number one. So I'm excited. The edges out, Marvin, by a quarter of an inch. <laughs> so wow. I am very excited, and I know you're going to tell me something. Because I was talking about it today to people. I said, and he's going to tell me something today that I didn't know about Teddy. And just the thought of that. It's exciting. Well, it's a pleasure to be on here tonight with you guys, as always, man, the Wednesday Rewind, you know, X to the L. I love it. You know, I've been loving yeah. it for the past few months, and, yeah, Teddy's one of a kind. You cannot, I mean, each artist that we've done so far on this show, you know, are one of a kind. And Teddy's one of a kind, you know, that, uh, uh, what could you say about Theodore Pendergrass? You know, um, one of the greatest R&B singers of our time, you know, and uh, exciting. You know, I remember the days um, just viewing him and seeing him in concert and everything and with the Blue Notes, you know, and his career. I mean, his career, music, life, everything is is one of a kind. So, yeah. So we have to do Teddy Justice here tonight. this is going to be fantastic. <laughs> so you saw him perform live. I, you know what? I, um, yeah, I did. One time. I saw him twice. And um, I saw him first at the Apollo when they had, when he was with the Blue Notes in uh, 72. And uh, when they had I Miss You. And at the time, Teddy was wearing a Covadas hairstyle. He didn't have his uh, do. And they were dressed in tuxedos. Because Harold Melvin, the Blue Nose, had represented the nightclub scene, you know, and um, Harold Melvin had played in some of the greatest ventures, you know, um, since the beginning of the Blue Notes, you know, mm-hmm. and they were a class act, period, you know, when you saw them, they would feature show tunes, you know, mm-hmm. in their act, and the biggest one that they, they um, featured in that was Come to the Cabaret, that was like their, you know, uh, one of their top uh, showbiz tunes they were featured in their show. And they would have top hats, straw hats and canes, and they do their little steps, you know, good steps, you know, and they gave you a show. I mean, you know, the Blue Notes really gave you a show. And I remember when I Miss You came out in the uh, summer of 72, and it was it was all over the airwaves. And... <laughs> the thing about it was Bill Harold Melvin's Blue Nose, but we didn't know who Teddy Pendergrass was. You know, we had no idea. We thought he was Harold Melvin because the building said Harold Melvin and Blue Nose, so we assumed that he was the lead singer. So, um, of course, years later, you know, Teddy's uh, union with the Blue Notes to some of the greatest music of our time, he finally got billing. In 1974, when they had an album called To Be True, another great album. And it's on the cover, the white covered album, it says featuring Theodore Pendergrass. And we're like, well, who the heck is he? <laughs> you know, <laughs> who was he? So 
say, well, man, he must be the lead singer, you know. And, yeah, he finally got, you know, billing. But, you know, wow. for years he was the lead singer, but mm-hmm. he was more or less in the background. Right. You know, until he got that billing. So that was the, uh, let's see, third, fourth album they did. And then, of course, Wake Up Everybody led to that. And then Teddy, that led to Teddy's exit from the group. You know, and um, reason being because, hey, Harold's getting all the credit, and I'm up here doing all the work. Yeah. So, you know, hey, wait a minute, I could do this thing solo. I go on a solo <laughs> tip. So it really, what really drew the line was the fact when he went up to Harold's house, and Harold had all these money and stuff in in, in the, um, he had like a million dollars, close to a million dollars in his um, um not suitcase, uh, what was his mattress? And he gave Teddy Pendergrass a hundred dollars because you know Teddy wanted some, you know, needed money. And then he saw all this money, he said, Man, you gotta be kidding me. And that's what really exited Teddy to leave the Blue Notes. And next thing you know, the rest is history. Booty's killing me right now, t I see, I figured that was gonna be one of those ones that you, uh, you were really hyped about. Uh-huh. That's good stuff, man. Who would know that? That's amazing. All right, all right. I got to calm down. Okay, wait. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that's why he left the blue notes. And that makes sense. Wow. Okay. See, Miss, are we, are we playing Don't Leave Me This Way? Tell me we are. I'm not, I'm not telling you anything. We have music. <laughs> We're going to get into a couple of songs. All the songs you know. So we're gonna we're gonna get into some songs. I'm not saying any of the names of the songs because even though I'm the youngster of the group, even I know that of all these 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 songs and Teddy's entire catalog, as soon as you hear the music, you know the song. So I'm not telling anybody what songs are coming on. I'm just gonna press play. The Wednesday rewind. We're gonna play two songs. We're gonna get back to two songs to give Q enough time to think of thirty more questions. To ask Mike about Teddy Pendergrass and the old show. We'll be right back.
Baby, I got so much love to give And I want to give it all to you Close the door No need to worry no more Let's bring this day to a pleasant end Girl, it's me and you Waited all day long just to hold you in my arms, and just exactly like I thought it would be me loving you and you loving me. Oh, Lord, let me rub your back with the same Come on, get closer and closer, so close to me. Let's get lost in each other. Guys, well, four guys right. actually, 
uh, on the stage with him and uh, and in the studio, basically, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I want to straighten that one out too. In the history of that, Blue Nuts are not singing background on none of the songs. It's just Teddy, Harold Melvin, Gammon Huff, and Bunny Sigler, the songwriter. Uh, the Blue Notes weren't anywhere in the studio when they did those songs. Like uh, the first one you played, If You Don't Know Me By Now, uh, with mm-hmm. another masterpiece. Uh, that is the one that established uh, a big crossover appeal because that crossed over to the pop charts instantly. Uh, and um, pop radio played it constantly. I remember hearing it here in New York, uh, WABC, and it was like on the top three list. Mm-hmm. Uh, late 72 And of course um, That was the song that really established The Blue Notes uh, to a crossover appeal mm-hmm. You know And so forth So yeah um, And then other hits after that You know Teddy just enjoyed hit after hit You know with the group and without the group So he was basically Sort of successful If you're talking about the solo years Yeah he definitely enjoyed uh, Great you know um, Solo success you know, um, when he left the Blue Notes, he realized, like I said, he had work to do, you know, and, and getting, you know, an audience established, his own audience. So he came out, you know, they worked on his solo album, Teddy Pendergrass, which is my favorite album uh, out of the albums uh, he's recorded. And um, it just, you know, they had to choose the songs that fit him. And fit his mm-hmm. repertoire, you know, his voice and everything. So Gams and them picked some great songs, of course. Uh, the first hit, I Don't Love You Anymore, um, took off instantly. But it's just the fact that now we know who he was, you know what I mean? Now he's Teddy Pendergrass. Now he's not with Harold Melvin, you know. Mm-hmm. He's not in the background. He's he's, he's Teddy. And um, mm-hmm. it took, you know, like it was like a... Um, a point where it just, you know, like a accelerating point where he just accelerated and just he just kept going up and up. And next wow. thing you know, the song, the next song you played, Close the Door, that song there established him as being a sex symbol. That was the mm. song there that established him to be the sex symbol because he had recorded The Whole Town's Laughing at Me. He recorded Easy, you know, Take It Easy on the first album. You know, it got airplay, but it wasn't hits. Close the door was the one, and also close the door crossed over, and got him established, you know, to a white audience also. So uh, close the door uh, was like the pinnacle, you know, it was like a, a benchmark for him that mm-hmm. established him as a sex symbol. Because then, wow. you know, I said, well, okay, it's, he, you know, he was called the Black Elvis, you know what I mean, because mm. of his sex symbol and his, you know, crossover appeal and the fact that Teddy also bought a mansion, the same as Elvis Presley did. So it was just, he just had this sex appeal that women were attracted to. And he just Mm -hmm. took that and just accelerated with it. So yeah, he enjoyed a great, you know, uh, solo success and we enjoyed buying his albums. (laughs) (laughs) You know, every time you heard him on the radio... I immediately went out and got an album by Teddy, you know, automatically. automatically. Wow. So, tell me about uh, his vices, or what What was his demons? Everyone seems to have one that we talk about on the show. You mean good? You mean a bad vice or good vice? Both. Um. Well, you know, there's been uh, interviews with Teddy for years, you know, Teddy was an egotistical person. I heard he was a nice person, but he was very egotistical. You know, uh, mm-hmm. I think that was well. I, you know, when you become that, you, you establish yourself as being a sex symbol. You got these women. He is one of the first people, basically, to throw an all women concert. You know, with mm-hmm. other just women. And the first, I mean, women are up there throwing their panties, taking off their panties on the in the concert and throwing it on the stage. Wow. You know, I mean, you know, you 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 established that kind of egotistical um, character. So mm-hmm. he was very egotistical. You know, it's like to say, well, look, man, I'm TP. I can have any woman I want. You know what I mean? <laughs> and um, which was true, you know, and um, mm-hmm. at the time, you know. So, yeah, then, you know, Teddy was thought he was invisible, in, in, uh, um, invisible too, you know, where 
Nothing can stop him from wow. you know reaching to where he wanted to reach, and he was on his way. Teddy mm-hmm. was really on his way, you know. And um, but I heard he was you know he loved he had children, and he was a great mm-hmm. father, you know, and a beautiful person. And you got to know him, you know. But you know, I guess like everybody, you know, we all have our good and bad vices. You know, right. even entertainers, you know, they're human as well, so they they have their own good and bad advices, you know. And um you know, up to the accident, you know, uh that he, you know, sadly suffered, you know, thirty years ago, you know. But uh yeah. Yeah, that's basically, you know Wow you know, the explanation for his good and bad vices. Mhm. Mitch, um you, you okay with it, bro? I am I am in complete learning mode. <laughs> I'm just, I'm taking everything in. I am learning because like like I always say every week this idea came from me wanting to learn the history and learn like we we interview the new the new artists, the up and comers that I really wanted to to learn these people as more than just Names and songs that I heard my parents listen to. So I am just learning. I'm just listening. Oh, I'm sorry. I just want to interject there. I wanted to mention that last month we had a tribute to Clarence Burke Jr. and uh, Marvin Jr. And Teddy's mm-hmm. idol was Marvin Jr. from the Dells. So if you listen closely, if you one day, you know, all the listeners out there who have Dell Records and Teddy Records, you know, if you play the Dells records and Teddy's, their voice is identical. Uh, Teddy patted himself at the Marvin Jr. That was his mm. hero. You know, that was his hero, you know. And also, being, you know, uh, you know, it, it, it's just that, that Marvin Jr., he just idolized him, you know. Mm-hmm. So he patted himself after, um, after Marvin Jr., Teddy did. You know, so I want to throw that out too, as well. Wow. And matter of fact, I miss you. The song I miss you uh, originally was written for the Dells, not mm-hmm. the Blue Notes, and um, it got to the Blue Notes, you know. So that's the reason why it's so similar to, you know, the Dells. If you listen to "I Miss You" very closely, it's it's you it's really a Dells record. Mm-hmm. It's really a Dells song, yeah. So I just wanted to interject that, you know, who his idol was. Cool. Wow, I, I, you, you're blowing my mind, man. <laughs> you're blowing my mind right now, man. Oh, okay, thank you. <laughs> I, I don't even know where to go from here, Booty. I, I don't know where to go from here. <laughs> well, what did you want okay. to know? Anything you want to know about uh, Teddy and um, you know what tons, happened? Tons. Tell me. Tell tell us who he didn't get along. with. <laughs> who was who jealous to the point of not being able to stand it? Uh, well, I do have a friend of mine, you know, who's a great songwriter and singer. His name is Tony Drake, and uh, mm-hmm. Tony has entered, you know, uh, had had knew Teddy Pendergrass. Was very was good was good friends with Harold Melvin. That was his best friend, and uh, he told me. You know some stories about Teddy. He's done interviews, many interviews. He made a song he wrote for the Shylakes called "Living in the Footsteps of Another Man," and it's featured on the Shylakes "Lonely Man" album. And it's been recorded by just about everybody you can imagine. The legacy of that song mm-hmm. just continues to grow. And uh, Teddy was kind of well jealous of Tony because he was, you know, very pretty man. You know, an extremely pretty man. You know, and I would have to add Tony Drake to that list. You know, but. Uh, as far as him getting along, I really don't know because Teddy had quite a few friends in the industry uh, that I'm quite sure that he, you know, didn't really, you know, like or, you know, whatever. I'm not sure of the many people, but he did have friends in the industry that he got along with so far mm-hmm. as I know, you know. But, um, no, as far as I, you know, that's the only person I know that... Uh, he was uh, kind of, you know, taken back to was him, you know. But um, as far as his, uh, you know, when he left the Blue Notes, you know, um, Harold Melvin 
interesting had got a guy named David Ebo and recorded an album called Reaching for the World. I don't know if you guys know that song, but it came out right uh, during the time Teddy had his first solo album mm-hmm. and uh, tried to get a guy to sound exactly like Teddy. But, you know, Teddy, no one can take Teddy's place. You know, no one can ever be Teddy Vinterrand's. You know, he's his own individual, and that's that, you know. So, um, so yeah, this is when Teddy becomes a uh, sex symbol and uh, loved all over the world by women. And um, that's that, you know. <laughs> now, I know that he was in a bad car accident. He was where? I'm sorry. In a bad car accident. Yes. Um. Yeah. After that accident, did he continue to sing, or was that it? Oh no, yeah, he continued to sing. I mean, he had he was doing therapy, and um, you know, yeah, he continued. Yeah, he could definitely continue to sing. You know, uh, he, he he was doing therapy, and uh, he came out, and uh, because well, the, the cold thing about it was that Philadelphia International had dropped him after um, I think the. The last album he did was this gift for you, mm-hmm. and he got into the accident. And the thing about it was the label dropped him, so they didn't support him, you know. And then he mm-hmm. signed with Electric Records, and uh, and after that he recorded, you know, the album. Mean, he went right back to recording, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was his love, you know. And then of course in '88 he had a number one. He had his first number one. Song and I think in oh my goodness about twelve thirteen years called Joy and uh, he was in the New Jack Swing type thing because that's what was out in the early nineties late eighties you know with Teddy Teddy Riley and all so Joy was the one that kind of brought him back into the Teddy that we knew you know and loved mm-hmm. you know but it was a sad thing when he got in that accident you know and. Um, they had questioned his sexuality because there was a transvestite in the car with him. Correct. When he got into the accident, you know, she was like yep. a nightclub performer. And uh they were friends, you know. Mm-hmm. And um you know, when they get when that accident happened, we were shocked to hear it, you know, the next day, the next two days we heard it and I couldn't believe it, you know. I really couldn't believe it. But um I know there was an interview with Nick Ashford and Valerie Simpson, and they had uh, Teddy had this fast car, and he mm-hmm. would drive really, really kind of crazy in the curves and everything. And they was kind of warning, say, "Hey, man, you know, you, you're driving a little bit too wild here." You know, he was becoming wild. You know, mm-hmm. he had his wild ways, and I guess you know that led to the accident. You know, unfortunately, you know. Wow. And so. Um, and then with you know, like I said, the transsexual being in there, they question his sexuality, of course. You know, mm-hmm. say, wait a minute, you know, is he gay or straight? You know, yeah. but um, my main concern was that is the man going to walk? You know, again, you know, because that was my main thing was just about the entertainers. You know, your lifestyle is your lifestyle, but uh, you know, I want to know if you're just going to make music again. You know, mm-hmm. and is he going to live? You know, because we, you know. We we was thinking that man he may something he may die any any, right. any any day you know so we were really concerned about his you know his well being you know. Hmm. Now, but yeah, he continued to make great music you know good music. I mean it wasn't the uh, <clears throat> you know he was in a wheelchair and everything, mm-hmm. but uh, he had the support of his fans and they, we loved him you know and we continued to just you know. By his music, and he had also had a book out, an autograph, uh, autobiographical book that came out called uh, True Blessings, and it's a great book. I read it, you know, truly blessed. I mean, not truly blessed, uh, truly, truly blessed, uh, truly blessed. Excuse me, um, named after his one of his songs that came out in the nineties, and um, another great song by Teddy, and um, great auto, uh, great book. If you ever want to pick it up and read about his life, you know. It's a great book And the thing about it was How he got started I want to talk about that He uh, started as a drummer In the late 60s With the Blue Notes And uh, Harold didn't really know he could sing Until Mm -hmm. one day It was a break That the band went on 
And he was behind the drums, and he started playing, and he started singing Hey There, Lonely Girl, you know, by Eddie Holman, who was, mm-hmm. had the song out at the time. So then Harold said, wow, I didn't know, you know, you could blow like that. He said, look, man, you know, I'm not just a drummer. I have something to say. So originally it was a, it was a guy named John Atkins that was the lead singer of the Blue Notes. And after then, John was out the picture, <laughs> you know. Once you heard Teddy, he was mm-hmm. out the picture, you know. Yeah. Well, give me a second there. Now let me let me jump in and do what I do. Let you guys get back to the learning lesson in a second. Get a few more songs and get a lot of tweets from people about what their favorite Teddy Pendergrass song is. So I want to get some of those songs that I've heard the most out. So we're gonna jump back into some music again. Not naming anything. We're gonna get back into some music. And then we'll be right back. We're not gonna take long, dude. I know you still got more you wanna you wanna ask of Bowie. So Neil Social, be right back.
Wow. Every last one of them, yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to tweet that or put that on our Facebook. They're like children. <laughs> I love it. That was a great analogy. Thank you. Wow. Well, T. Mitch, mine is don't leave me this way. <laughs> Alright. I'll, I'll, I'll see what I can do in the next four minutes. I ain't going to make you no promises. You're killing me, T. Mitch. Well, listen, I, 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 I do what the fans ask me to do, and those are the songs that they ask to hear. Did you ask the fans anybody their favorite TP album um, song? Yes, I yes I did. And on Twitter, we got. Let me jump back in there real quick. We got Greatest Desperation. Mm. Mm. Uh, love Love TKO was a lot. Turn off the lights. A lot of the mm-hmm. the younger generation uh, mm-hmm. come go with me. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of the, 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 the definitely the more well known songs, and I got I got one person that mentioned um, the song that he did with um, Whitney Houston, "Hold Me." Yes. Oh, I'm glad you brought that up because a lot of people, when Whitney passed away, said that they didn't. You know, they talked about her beginning of her career, and I want to say to the world, if it wasn't for Teddy. That Whitney wouldn't really have the career she had because wow. that's the first song Whitney recorded is with Teddy Pendergrass, "Hold Me." Wow. Yeah. So uh, they failed to mention that on CNN when her, you know, her death took place, mm-hmm. and they talked about the greatest love of all and all of this. I said, "Wait a minute, what about Hold Me?" You know, mm-hmm. which back then in '84 you heard that song constantly on on easy listening radio. It had crossed over, you know, and it really established Whitney. That song really established her to the greatest love of all and others. But, yeah, Teddy was the starting point for her. You know, she was he, Teddy was a launching pad for Whitney Houston. So I just want to bring that out. So I'm glad wow. you brought that up. Yeah. Just what I do. I, I set them up, Mike. You knock them down. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, pins in a bowling alley. <laughs> That's how we do it. Q, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you close this out, man. Yeah, I'm inspired by seeing you. So excited and so fulfilled. I'm, I'm inspired. This has been a fantastic night. I am just blown away. I, I don't know what to say. I love Teddy and. I knew you were going to teach me some stuff I didn't know, which you did, and it, it has been just fantastic. Maybe we can get some Four Tops next time, maybe? I'm thinking the Four Tops. Four Tops, another one of my favorite groups, yeah. That, would be, you that would be wonderful. We'll get there some we burn at that. Yeah. Because I love all their songs, but yeah. we'll, we'll get into that later. I love their songs, though. But, Booney, we appreciate you spending some time with us, man. You're always fantastic. Uh, thank you so much. I always enjoy coming on the show, just, you know, to wrap the both of you and and our listeners out there. It's, it's absolutely wonderful, and, you know, and, and I thank you for having me. That's, we appreciate that's, it. Thank you. It, We're going to have to come out, and, out there and take you to dinner one night, man. Surprise. Oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Oh, that would be nice. I would love to see hang out with you guys. I would love yeah, that. Yeah, man. All right, Booney. Well, we'll see you next month. Yes. And X to the L family, I hope you enjoyed it. For T. Mitch, Booney, and myself, it was educational, fun. We'll be back again next week, and we'll try to do better. For everybody here at the station, x2dl.com. We'll talk to you soon. We're out of here. Good night, everybody. God bless everybody. Good night. <laughs>